Happy Thursday, friends. Welcome back to the Bible's Babies and Business podcast. This is episode 115. I'm still in awe that we are well over 100 episodes, and thank you so much for listening. Today's episode is going to be a Bible study breakdown episode inside of the book of Nahum. So I need you to go open up your Bibles. We are discussing the contrast between feeling anxious and scared of God versus having a healthy fear of the Lord. The Bible tells us that we are supposed to fear the Lord, but the Lord has laid it on my heart that many of us, myself included, are maybe not quite understanding the concept of what it means to have a healthy fear of the Lord. Because it's not the type of fear that maybe you and I think of when we're watching a scary movie or just feeling generally anxious throughout our days and our weeks and our lives. So we're going to talk about that inside of this episode. Again, grab your Bible, open up to the book of Nahum, and let's do it. Hey coach, welcome to the Bible's Babies and Business Podcast. Are you ready to get more consistent, high ticket clients in your online coaching business without having to go through exhausting flopped launches? Are you constantly searching for podcast episodes, looking for that key to unlocking $10,000 months in your business? Do you have big dreams of becoming debt free, going on more family vacations and staying home with your kids? But right now your business isn't even breaking $2,000 a month. Hey there, I'm Cammie. I'm a Christian, a wife, and a soon-to-be mom. A few years ago, before I was known for being a high-ticket sales expert for online coaches, and before I founded my program, High Ticket Powerhouse, which offers some of the best marketing and sales strategy in the coaching industry, I was just your average online coach, struggling to get by. I didn't know how to get clients, make consistent money online, or get out of the painful cycle of living paycheck to paycheck and drowning in debt. And to make matters worse, my husband and I were struggling through years of infertility and needed tens of thousands of dollars to grow our family. Oh, and on top of that, student loans and credit card debt. Needless to say, financially, we were a sinking ship. My business needed to make money. My family depended on it. That's when I discovered the art of how to close high ticket sales. And the best part, you don't need thousands of Instagram followers or ever have to struggle through another duct taped Instagram launch ever again. In this podcast, you'll find practical sales strategies to use in your own coaching business, biblical principles for the Christian entrepreneur, and a healthy dose of tough love. Because one thing you need to know about me, I don't sugarcoat it. My ultimate goal is to turn you into an absolute powerhouse at selling your high ticket coaching online so you can be a blessing to your family, a blessing to your clients, and create life-changing impact for the kingdom of heaven. So grab your Bible, your laptop, and let's get to work because you were made for this. Okay, y'all, I have to be honest. I have really struggled in preparing this specific podcast episode for you today. And the reason why I have struggled with this is because the topic that we're discussing today, having a healthy fear of the Lord versus being anxious and scared of God, is something that I am still currently walking through myself. In other words, I don't have it all figured out. And I'm 
putting that out there as a disclaimer prior to diving into um, like the meat of this episode. And as you heard in the preview of this episode, today we're asking ourselves that really tough question. Do I have a healthy fear of the Lord or am I genuinely anxious and scared when it comes to God? Like when I read the Bible, do I feel condemned? Do I feel anxious? Do I feel heavy burdened when I pray, when I mess up, when I make a mistake? Am I like cringing and cowering in fear, just waiting for God to like spite me? Or do I have a healthy, a healthy fear of the Lord? And it's interesting because as God brought this topic to me today, I was resistant and really letting like this be the topic for this episode. Like I literally sat in front of my laptop with my podcast notes, with my Bible opened and was like verbally asking God, this, like, this is what you want me to talk about? Really, really God? Like how can I minister to people about something that I'm currently still walking through? Like I don't have it all figured out. But irregardless of that, I believe that it is my assignment to bring you this episode today to talk about this conversation. So even though I don't feel qualified to talk about the fear of the Lord, I've never been to seminary, I've never, uh, I'm not a Bible scholar, I'm more concerned with being obedient than I am um, going my own way. And believe me, I probably could have conjured up a completely different topic for uh, this episode inside of the book of Nahum, but I I really felt a conviction from the Lord that this was to be the topic today. So to open up this discussion, go ahead and turn your Bible to the book of Nahum. And we're going to be going into chapter one. And we're going to be looking at verses three and verses seven. Now, I want to set the stage for you with the book of Nahum before we actually read the scriptures itself. So the book of Nahum is an account from a prophet named you guessed it, Nahum. And this account is detailing a vision that God gave Nahum about the city of Nineveh. Now, you may remember us talking about the city of Nineveh back in episode 111, a couple weeks ago, when we discussed the book of Jonah. And remember when God told Jonah to go confront this community of people about their sin? And Jonah was like, no, I don't want to. Hopped on a boat and then he was swallowed by a fish. Yeah, the, the people that Jonah was supposed to go confront, and eventually he actually did, was the community or the city of Nineveh. Now, this book was written over a hundred years after the book of Jonah. So God clearly had some issues with Nineveh and the way that they were living so much so that he, he talked to not only the prophet Jonah, but the prophet Nahum about Nineveh as well. So this book, again, is outlining God's judgment of Nineveh and God does not sugarcoat it within the pages of this book. His frustration with Nineveh in the book of Nahum and, and detailing like what's going to happen to Nineveh because of their sin is not light reading, okay? It's not happy, feel-good reading. It is uh, bold. It is very heavy reading, if you will. And what's interesting to me is that even though like 90% of the book of Nahum is talking about Nineveh's destruction, their sin, their downfall, God's judgment on them, there is a few parts of this book in the beginning specifically where it discusses God's patience and good character. 
And this was wild to me because in the same five pages, like, like Nahum, the book of Nahum is only five pages long. The Bible talks about how good and patient God is and also goes into gruesome detail about all the bad stuff that's going to be happening to Nineveh. So let me just show you an example of this contrast, okay? So open up to Nahum chapter one. We're first going to read, um, I'm actually going to read um, verses two and three. It says, the Lord is a jealous God, filled with vengeance and rage. He takes revenge on all who oppose him and continues to rage against his enemies. The Lord is slow to get angry, but his power is great, and he never lets the guilty go unpunished. He displays his power in the whirlwind and the storm. The billowing clouds are the dust beneath his feet. Now, before um, we open up this discussion, I'm going to read verses 6 through seven. Who can stand before his fierce anger? Who can survive his burning fury? His rage blazes forth like fire and the mountains crumble to dust in his presence. The Lord is good, a strong refuge when trouble comes. He is close to those who trust in him. Like, do you see, do you see the contrast that's happening here? Or like, I <laughs> I know I'm not the only one. One second, we're talking about the Lord's anger and fury. And then next, we're talking about how he's patient and he's good and he's a strong refuge. Like there is a deep contrast here. And as I was looking through this book, I can definitely see why people get anxious and scared of God. Like, and I don't believe that I'm saying anything wrong by saying that God is... (laughs) very well capable of handling our big feelings. Um, I get it. I get like reading those scriptures, why people are anxious and scared of God. There are many times in the Bible where God brings destruction to people because of their sin or, or brings um, punishment or a disciplinary action because of their sin. And particularly in the Old Testament, when Jesus had not yet come to bear all of our sin. And it's incredibly important that when we read the Bible, that we read it through the eyes of Jesus. And some people even suggest that when somebody goes to read the Bible, to first read the gospel books, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, before they read the Old Testament so that they can have full context of the storyline and and essentially read the Bible through Jesus's eyes as they're going through even the Old Testament. Otherwise, we can risk reading the Bible and getting a misunderstanding of who God is and his character. Yes, God is the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. And he's also your friend. He is the mighty lion. And he's also the gentle lamb. He is the one who allowed the Israelites to wander around for 40 years in the wilderness because of their sin. And he's also the man that walked the earth, that, 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 that is God, that took human flesh on, that walked the earth and took our sins upon himself and hung on a cross so that we didn't have to face the penalty of our sins, which is death. And as I was preparing for this episode, God began to minister to my heart that there is a difference between having a healthy fear of the Lord, as we're called to do over and over and over in the Bible, and being absolutely filled with anxiety and scared 
of God and what he might do if we were to mess up. How many of us have ever felt like God was going to strike us down or punish us the moment that we mess up or we step out of line? And if you're thinking to yourself, Cammie, this conversation, like, isn't this a business podcast? Like, this has nothing to do with running a coaching business. Well, have you ever been so scared that you would make the wrong move in your business, choose the wrong coach, make the wrong investment, go the wrong direction, and that God would just leave you in that mistake so that you actually end up just not making any moves at all? Friend, this has everything to do with business. And I'll even venture to say that you cannot build your business to its full God-given potential unless you let go of being anxious and scared of God and replace it with a healthy fear of God. And so today, I want to have a discussion about what it means to have a healthy fear of the Lord. The Bible clearly tells us that we are to fear God. But it's important for us to acknowledge that the Bible that you and I are reading is translated from other languages, mostly Hebrew, into the English version that I'm reading and that many of you are reading today. That being said, many of the words that we are reading at face value in English actually have deeper meaning to them than many of us realize. And a perfect example of this is that word fear in the Bible when the Bible tells us to fear God. Now, based on my research that I did in preparing for this episode, I was specifically looking at firmisrael.org and firm stands for Fellowship of Israel Related Ministries. This word fear, when used to tell us to fear God, comes from the Hebrew word yira. And according to firmisrael.org, yira does in fact translate to fear or trembling, but it also translates to being in awe or having a deep respect or reverence or even worship. And I believe that the best earthly example that we have to visualize what it means to have a healthy fear of the Lord or Yura is to look at the relationship between a parent and a child. And as a soon-to-be mom myself, I want my future children to respect Lucas and I as their parents and as their authority. And I want my future children to honor the boundaries that Lucas and I will have for them. And not because they're afraid of punishment, but because they recognize that even if they don't understand why we have the boundaries in place, that our children would acknowledge that the boundaries have a purpose and that it is for their protection. And I believe that the Lord wants us to approach him in that same way. The Bible even says in Matthew 18 verses 2 and 4, he called a little child to him and placed the child among them. And he said, truly, I tell you, unless you change and become like little children, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. Therefore, whoever takes the lowly position of this child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. That was Jesus talking. God wants us to approach him as a child approaches their parent. Let me prove it to you. Turn your Bibles to 1 John chapter 4, verses 16 through 19. It says, We know how much God loves us, and we have put our trust in his love. 
God is love and all who live in love live in God and God lives in them. And as we live in God, our love grows more perfect. So we will not be afraid on the day of judgment, but we can face him with confidence because we live like Jesus here in this world. Such love has no fear because perfect love expels all fear. If we are afraid, it is for fear of punishment. And this shows that we have not fully experienced his perfect love. We love each other because he first loved us. And remember earlier when I said that it's important for us to read the Bible through the eyes of Jesus. The book of 1 John was written about 50 years after Jesus was crucified and ascended into heaven, meaning it was written from the perspective of knowing that our Savior had already come and paid the price of our sins. Y'all, I am no Bible scholar. <laughs> I have never been to seminary or spent extensive time studying theology, but I am a Christian who has the Holy Spirit living inside of me. And I can feel a conviction from the Lord that many of his children are living their lives cowering in anxiety and deeply scared of God because we don't have the right perspective of God. Yes, God is the King of Kings. He is all powerful. He is the beginning and the end. He is the lion. He is the almighty judge who will someday come to earth to bring justice to all the earth. And he's also the lamb. He's also love and gentle and kind and forgiving and full of new grace and mercy every morning. He is both. And I believe that unless we let go of our anxiety and being deeply scared and, and just full of this anxiousness of God, unless we let that go and instead embrace a healthy fear, respect, reverence, and worship for the Lord, it is impossible for us to have the deep trusting relationship with the Lord that he wants with all of us. I want to end today's episode praying over you guys, and then we're going to close out and I will see you on Monday. Father, thank you for allowing this to be the topic for today. I was resistant to it because I am not an expert in, in who you are. I'm learning, I'm learning as I go and I'm trying my darndest to apply the principles and the wisdom from your word and bring it to my own life and to talk about it accurately in these podcast episodes. Lord, thank you that you are the King of Kings, that you are the lion, that you are the beginning, the end. And thank you that you are also gentle and the lamb and you're forgiving and your grace and mercies are new every morning. Lord, I pray that you would just transcend into every single person, myself included, and everybody listening to this podcast episode right now, that you would highlight to us where we have an inaccurate perspective of you. And Lord, that you would lovingly help us to mold and take what, what we're falsely believing about you, Lord, and turn it to the truth so that we can have an accurate perspective of you, God, so that we can have deeper relationship with you, God. Lord, I thank you again for this opportunity to run this podcast. What a blessing it is. Thank you for each and every person that is listening to this podcast. And I pray a, a prayer of protection, blessing over each and every one of them. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey coach, thanks so much for tuning into today's episode. I hope you got exactly what you needed to hear, even if it stung a little. 
Every week, I am committed to showing up here on the show and bringing you not one, but two value-packed episodes to help you grow deeper in your faith, build a profitable coaching business, and become an absolute powerhouse at getting high-ticket coaching clients online. And the number one way that you can support the Bible's Babies and Business podcast is by taking 30 seconds to leave me a review on Apple Podcasts and then share this show with a friend. Thank you for partnering with me to get these episodes out to as many online coaches as possible because the world needs more powerhouse women building online coaching businesses for the kingdom of heaven. I appreciate you. I love you. And I'll see you in the next episode.